0: Dagmar Overby was a piece of work. From stealing purses all the way up to murder at what could have been hundreds of children with almost an unsettling amount of ease, she found her way into many horrible and gruesome situations. Stay tuned to hear about the crazy life of Dagmar Overby and just how crazy she really was. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. Unfortunately, with it being our first podcast, we are still trying to figure out the best way to record, edit, and just put the podcast together in general. Until we find our perfect mode of recording and editing, some audio may not sound as perfect as we may have preferred it to be. Your patience while we figure out podcasting and all of the ropes that are tied into it would be greatly appreciated. We thank you for tuning in and listening, and we hope that you enjoy. Now, let's get to the story of Dagmar. This podcast contains references to abortion, murder, and traumatic childhood experiences. If any of these things are triggering for you, we recommend coming back for the next one. We would love to have you back next week. Hey guys, and welcome to our first podcast recording. Hello. (laughs) That was loud as heck. But good morning, we're here. We almost didn't make it. It's morning. It's my
1: caffeine
2: kicking in.
0: Are you kidding me? No. Um, The struggle bus hit the station when we were on our on our way. Oh my gosh! When we were trying to record this podcast, are you kidding me?
1: It was rough.
0: (laughs) It was rough. We got the wrong adapter for her microphone. <laughs> I'm a noob. What do you want from me? Well, to be fair, I can't just assume that you know what type of adapter to get when I say you get a USB C to USB. That's what and you get. Very I didn't across
1: the table from you when I ordered
0: it. <laughs> I know. And yours came before mine. But to be fair, you don't have an Apple Store in your bedroom like I do. So, yeah.
1: like, so like, cut me some slack. You know,
0: Apple Store. Mm-hmm. As I should. Um, but um, welcome to our first podcast. Reporting, reporting, recording, recording, um, recording. Okay, mm-hmm. someone call Webster. I'm going to need a pronunciation right in front of my face. Um, <laughs> um, but my name's Jonathan.
1: My name's Haley.
0: Um, and we're just we're super excited to be here.
1: Super excited yeah, to start this new journey in our lives. So.
0: As we should. Um, very excited. Um, we've wanted to start a podcast for forever. Um, <laughs> literally, we've probably been talking about it for, I don't know, a year now, I would say. Oh, Over for a sure. year, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I'm Jonathan. I am a bio major um, at a lovely college um, on a pre PA track. Um,
1: um, I'm Haley. Um, I don't do much as Jonathan. <laughs> does um right now um i'm taking care of my grandparents um love them to pieces would do anything for them um but i am looking to return to school next semester to get my degree in criminology or um to be a lawyer haven't decided yet we'll see where the wind blows me
0: as you should mm-hmm. Um when I'm not at school, I'm unfortunately working um as a pharmacy tech. Um I'm really picking it up over there, grand old time, counting them pills. Um
1: and you know, I just have nothing to do ever. So if I'm not Oh
0: shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> um if I'm not hanging out with Jonathan um i'm sitting at my house doing a 500 piece puzzle a day um we are a we love puzzles over here could not
0: be me i could not be me i'm that's not me i'm not a puzzle master um absolutely the heck not um <laughs>
1: Um, So just a little bit of a backstory about John and I, because if you can't tell, we are pretty much the same person. Um, John and I used to work at this lovely establishment called Walmart. Uh, I still
0: work there, unfortunately, I just work in pharmacy now.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate for you. So sorry about your luck. Um, But yeah, we met at Walmart and just kind of clicked and we're like, you know what? We're best friends now. Um it's pretty much how the story went. I don't
0: honestly, yeah. We worked in a lovely place called Site to Store when they still called it that. Um,
1: um everybody else knows as knows it as pickup.
0: Oh yeah, or lay away. Oh. Um yeah. E- yeah, what a great time that was freaking
1: lay go away. jeez let
0: go oh my i honestly i'm gonna agree with that statement because let's talk about it for a minute like are you kidding w- welcome to my podcast and i was gonna say ted talk but
1: no sweetie you it, have a whole podcast now say what you want to say
0: a whole podcast now tell um, the people i just don't understand the whole like concept of layway these days because like hasn't haven't people heard of Klarna or afterpay like sweetie for payments and you're done like just order and you can have it Please like, order it. Don't let it sit back in a back room of Walmart getting all dusty or stolen. Who knows what's going to happen or damaged. We've worked back there or go and get put back in those huge, what like freighters? Like, what were they called? Like,
2: are you talking about a trailer?
0: Yeah, like, yeah the, the trailer that they would bring in for us to go. And then it'd be in the dead of winter. So we'd have to get those de icers to get the locks open. Like, I don't think your child wants their. Boy, Hummer that we had to haul back there. That the battery's or probably Barbie dead Moe because it's been yeah. sitting out in the cold. Yeah, like I don't think you'd want their butt to freeze off when they sit in it on Christmas morning. Like what? No, nope. absolutely <coughs> not. I just don't think. I think moral of it. the
1: story: get it out of
0: here. That's sidetracking it. Um, let's get into the gig. Come on, Haley.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so basically. We've got a doozy for you today. And when I Yeah, say, we picked
0: one that we didn't think you were gonna know about.
1: We tried. We had to we don't want to be like all the other podcasts that are out there, you know. But we'll get there. Um, okay. So basically, today we're gonna talk about Dagmar Overby. Um, she was a terrible human being, and that's putting it nicely. Um, sweetie, um she pretty much murked children, and if you're going to murk children, there's a special place for you. Um, mm-hmm. Little Nos will be coming to pick you up in about 2.2 seconds.
0: Tell me by your name. Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, but anyways, before
0: we get sidetracked anymore, <laughs> let's just jump into it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, My children.
2: Um.
1: Anyways, let's start with her backstory. Her name is Dagmar Joanne Overby, and she was born on April twenty third, eighteen eighty seven, in Asendrup, Denmark. Um. Yeah, I don't really know um much about this part of Denmark or Denmark in general, Um, but she grew up poor, which, like, me too, girl. Um, (laughs) But from a very young age, she was like, I'm over this poor people lifestyle, you know? She she was like, you know what I want? You know what's going to get me through my day? I'm going to steal a purse, which i don't understand because in 1887 steal a purse in
2: 1887
1: what are you gonna steal like, like what kind of purse are they gonna have like i'm sorry did you just see that it's cow gets... Gucci. You... It's i'm sorry gucci. i didn't realize the cow that they skinned two seconds ago was named gucci and she was like
0: that that, that horse carriage in the coach logo mm. that was the horse oh yeah I bet. It's the original Coach purse. Well, if it's not freaking
1: Gucci, Coach, or um Michael Kors, I'm not going to steal it.
0: As you should. Thank you. Um, I just don't understand why she would be stealing a purse. Like, what are you going to eat the leather? Like, I thought you were poor. Like, I just don't. Well, she grew up on a
1: farm. She didn't have to worry about what she was going to eat. She needed a purse to put those chicken eggs in.
0: Okay, well, what about some like bread, like some carbohydrates, like get those complex carbohydrates, sweetie, not your piece of leather. Also, we're just assuming it was leather. What if it's a cloth burn? <laughs> yeah, we don't know.
1: We like, weren't there. We weren't even a thought we weren't in there we're, just,
0: we're out here assu- assuming things.
1: Anyways, so her parents found out that she stole this purse and they were like, nah, sweetie, this ain't gonna cut it for us. So I don't know if they were like, "We can't take care of bad children." So anyways, they sent her off to work with another family in Funen, Denmark, which is an hour away from where she lived before. Um, she was really getting the college experience without the well, college
0: she's
1: not. Um, but her family, <laughs> her family sent her there in hopes that she would be a better child
0: um. Mm, as they should but like i don't know what they stealing purses in 1887 that's absolutely not well she
1: didn't steal them in 1887 honey she was born in 1887 sweetie wasn't just like an infant
0: like 12 years later
1: yeah she yeah she was 12. Mm -hmm. she was sent off to work with this family um i don't know what this family could do that her family couldn't do because um they also lived on a farm and there she had to do chores and i did find out That she got ten dollars a day, so Sweetie was really looking working hard for her money.
0: That's actually a lot of money back then. I know. Um, Why did she steal the purse? Like what?
1: You know, sometimes it's the thrill.
0: Just wasn't smart to begin with. You'll you'll learn.
1: Okay. So while she lived with this family, she had to cook, clean, do the laundry, milk the cows, and anything else that had to do with farming so like feeding the pigs feeding the chickens you know the huge. um but this was not good enough for her she wasn't having a thrill so she decided that she was going to steal again um didn't really say what she stole it was bad enough to end her in a women's prison this time but when she got out of prison she started working at this um restaurant where she was a waitress um we love a good you know
0: how old she was when she went to the women's prison were you able to find that anywhere
1: um i would assume she, i wasn't able to find it anywhere um i would assume that she was maybe in her like early teen late teens early 20s maybe
0: yeah, she was twelve when she told the purse. I didn't think that you probably were able to because of the yeah. fact that like it did happen like in the 18th freaking. I night. looked everywhere I mean? and I
1: couldn't find it. Um, but when she was working at this restaurant, she found a man and she fell in love with him as you do. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: of course. What else would she have to do? You know. Yeah,
1: like good for her. We'll um, get you a
0: man's like.
1: Yeah. She's not a strong, independent woman like me. She don't need no man. She, well, she does need a man. Um,
0: she has several men. You know?
1: Yeah, sweetie, he had several men. Um, so the man, I couldn't really find any identity on him. He was kind of just out there. Um, mm-hmm. But she ended up they must have been pretty serious because they lived together and then they had a baby together out of wedlock, which back then was a no-no. You couldn't do that. I mean, it's, yeah. So you'll come to find this later, but she was very dependent on men. Like if she didn't like what the men had to say to her, it was over. So if this is just a theory. Please do not Think that this is actually what happened. What, I, what I'm going to tell you actually happened, but what I think happened to past that is just a theory. Um, okay. So after a little bit, the couple split up, like I said. But shortly after the split, her son that she had with him died mysteriously. So to me, I'm thinking, Okay, maybe she was like, this guy broke up with me, he left me, this is my only reminder of this kid, of this man, so she murked him. Um,
0: um, No, another theory, I'm sorry, but like, isn't this man unidentified? Isn't he the only unidentified man out of like the whole bunch of lot of people that are like a part of this? Technically, no.
1: And I'll tell you why later because technically no.
0: Okay. So well, I'm sorry, but I just always found it I like I think it's sketch the fact that like okay, her man's unidentified, they split, and then she, her child mysteriously passes away soon after. Oh yeah.
1: So let's get into that one. Like So excuse me. When this child was found, he was found with blue lips which weird like sweetie wasn't sucking on a freaking push pop when he
2: died no
1: No, poor guy um but then there were other signs that pointed to strangulation and can i just ask you a question do you know what the signs of that the sign the clear signs that somebody died of strangulation are would you like to be informed
0: Go ahead and
1: inform the people in the back. Okay. So, if somebody suspected that you died of strangulation, you would have to have either red spots in your eyes or just blood, like shot eyes in general, um, swollen lips. So, like, I can see them being like, oh, yeah, he has blue lips. They were probably swollen, like pneumonia. But then one of the main signs is that you would either have to have f- rope burns, cord burns, or bruising around your neck. Like, how can you come to the, like, how can somebody be like, oh, he probably died of strangulation. Like, you had to have at least the bruising around the neck to even consider that. Like, I could look at somebody with bloodshot eyes when they were, like, dead and be like, okay. Like, you had to have some type of indicator. But anyways, the coroner was just like, nah, he died of pneumonia. So the whole theory of this coroner being, like...
0: I'm sorry. Like, the theory of pneumonia just gets my gears, like, really turning. Because, like, yes, he most likely in the 1800s knew to do an autopsy you know what i mean right but like this kid had blue lips and bloodshot eyes well we don't know he had bloodshot eyes was there we don't know that oh
1: I don't know that no. The well, only thing if we he know had
0: blue lips, that would make sense because if he had fluid in his lungs, then he would have like substitated and passed away. Yeah.
1: But like nowadays, and even back then, I doubt that a coroner would see somebody's like blue swollen lips and be like, oh, it could be pneumonia or strangulation. Like what like he had to have had some type of bruising around his neck to even give that as an indicator. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah um but they wrote it as pneumonia but the people who knew dagmar they didn't buy that for one second they were like i don't know if they maybe saw her interact with her child and was like ye like you know she probably didn't want to be a mom which seemed to be the case later on um so don't know we'll never know um But anyways, she didn't waste any time. She was like, you know what? My man's left me. I killed my son, probably. Um, I need to move on from my past life. I can't have this. I can't have these people haunting me. I can't have my past haunting me. So in 1912, we love a good 1912. She got to witness the Titanic sink like good for her.
0: As she should, never let go. So in
1: 1912, she was 25. And she fell in love with another man. Mm -hmm. Sweetie was Miss Runaround Sue. Um,
2: Oh, my God.
1: By the name of Jens Sorsen Fine. But plot twist here. While she was, like, falling in love with him and, like, oh, my God, I want to be with him. She was pregnant with somebody else's baby. So that's why I said. As you do. That's why I said he's not one of the only unidentified people because I couldn't find who this other guy was. And I don't think it was her first boyfriend or baby daddy. Mm. So she was pregnant with this other guy's kid. Sweetie was fertile. The house. Um, yeah. And,
0: okay. When she gets in counting. Let's go. Yeah.
1: And um, so this baby just happened to be a little girl. Well, she was really into Yen's over here, and she was like, "You know what? This baby isn't his responsibility. It shouldn't have to be his responsibility." So she you know. Do you know what she did with this child? So that Yen's wouldn't have to put up with her. She freaking put her up for adoption. Oh. Adoption. Which, like, all right, if you don't think you're cut out to be a mom, I support you. Put your kid up for adoption. But if you're putting your kid up for adoption because the man's that you're in love with, you don't want to inconvenience him, that's a bit much. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. But, like, I know it was the, like, 1800s. Normally, the term that I would use for that is, like, what did you expect of flat screen TV? Okay, what did you expect? Like, a good old, like, horse and buggy. Like, I just don't understand. Like, like what was expected from that? Like Maybe she expected a most- nice brown leather purse that she had to steal. <laughs> yeah, since she obviously is infatuated with them. Like, I just don't understand. I just don't get that. Like you, I don't know. I know that it wasn't traditional back then, but like if you I
1: yeah, well, but sweetie wouldn't stay um unpregnant for very long. Um, because then she became pregnant with, but Jens is kind of an awful person too. Like, he, like can't stand him. He was like, I don't want this kid. So he asked her to get an abortion um, because he didn't want to be a dad. Well, Dagmar was like, "Nah, that's illegal." I don't know why she drew the line at abortion because that's illegal. Yeah, like she stole, she marked childrens, but abortion,
0: nah. Oh, absolutely not.
1: Um so since it was illegal she didn't do that she wasn't about that life um so she decided after the newborn baby was born to place it in a haystack um so i guess maybe that was the equivalent of dropping your kid off at a fire station these days i don't really know like i feel like i feel like that kid would like in that haystack for a while before anybody would ever find it
0: i just don't understand like who goes to think like okay like i have this child i am not wanting it anymore so i'm just gonna place it place it for a moment in a haystack Like, you've gotta i she wasn't creative to say the least. Like, come no, on. We would like, discover,
1: I- we're going to get to how uncreative she is.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but so she put this baby in the haystack. Weird. As, as a personal person, um, that sounded stupid. Cut that out. As a <laughs> regular human being, like, I hate sitting on haystacks, they're itchy. They're disgusting. Oh, yeah.
0: They're so like, like always wet for some reason, never fully dry.
1: Yeah, what is that about? Maybe that's anyways, maybe. Maybe it's that's because, because we live
0: in Indiana and the weather is bipolar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so um. So then Yen was like, I know you just had my kid and we're like, we were madly in love, but like Honestly, before I ever even say this, if some guy were to come to me and say this to me, I would be devastated. I would want to end his bloodline. Like, um, so he was like, I hate to break it to you, Dagmar, but I don't want to marry you. And I don't know if maybe he didn't believe in marriage or maybe he just didn't love her anymore.
0: Sense with the psycho. True. Um,
1: not
0: the sixth she, sense. Not the sixth sense.
1: <laughs> but this upset her so much that she tried to murk herself. So, like, I don't know if she was like, mm, if you don't love me, no man is ever going to love me. Um,
2: Like, I would be devastated, but, like, I wouldn't go that far. Like, that's rough. Um.
1: But anyways, we don't hear anything about her for a while. Her, she kind of goes cold. Well, remember that kid that I told you she had about that we spent like 20 minutes about talking about the haystack? Okay,
2: well, she decided that now she was ready to be a mom. Yeah. She decided she's ready to be a mom. In 1915, As one does, I guess. In 1915,
1: she wasn't ready to be a mom. But in 1918, it's a whole new Dagmar. Ready to be or a mom. Honey was
0: just trying to miss out on them terrible twos, I guess. Like, she was ready for three. Wasn't ready for zero, one, or two.
1: So, I'm assuming in Denmark, from, like, my further research on, like, what happens on later in the case, I'm assuming that you could, like, your kid would be put up. For adoption or go to another home and then you could decide that you wanted your kid back and they would give you the kid back
0: Which, well i'm guessing it's probably because they weren't legally like adopted yeah. if that makes sense i think that they were just being fostered but yeah. that wasn't like the term they used and it wasn't as regulated
1: no. but like you can't like now that's not how that works like you have to go through like so many legal actions whether or not they've been adopted But she decided that she wanted her daughter back, so that's exactly what she did. She and her daughter, Arena, yeah, Arena, kind of like Elena, but like with an R. You know, we love the Vampire Diaries over here. Um, But her daughter Arena and her would move, move, ended up moving to Copenhagen, which was two hours from Funen, which is where she lived. When she fell in love with Jens. Um, so, sweetie loves moving all over the map, I guess. Um, freaking call her a nomad.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, Avatar Lost Airbender, come through the air nomads. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you best go find our Twitter if you actually like Avatar Lost Airbender because we're taking a moment to side- segue for a minute. Um, can we talk about the fact that our other host, Miss Haley? Does not like Avatar the Last Airbender. How can you be Gen Z and not like Avatar the Last Airbender? I'm confused.
1: I'm so sorry. That I have never <laughs> been like, you know what? I'm a firebender or I'm a waterbender. That was karma. I, yeah, that was karma. I yanked that thing right out of your ear for destroying me like that.
0: Honey, I mean, that was gravity, that was Newton's law.
1: No, that was me being an airbender. So, <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: oh my come for me now. I'm sorry, but Alfred Last Airbender is such a good show and no one can convince me otherwise. I have better Not things that
1: I could do than watch teenagers try to bend forces.
0: They weren't teenagers. He was like 12.
1: Oh, sorry. Tweens.
0: Maybe he was. Maybe he was even I don't know. But yeah. I know, how about you get your facts straight
1: before you attack me?
0: I think Saka might have been a teenager, and like Suki, and like definitely like Zuko, and like other people. But like,
1: okay. Can we segue back for the people who don't give a crap?
0: Yeah, we're moving back to Dagmar. Hey, <laughs> okay, let's go. Continue on. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Not sorry <laughs> at all, actually. But...
1: so, Arena would end up being the middle woman in this case, for Dagmar. Um, so, Arena's job would be helping families place their unwanted children with Dagmar. So, these moms would go through these classified ads and either see Dagmar's name or Arena's name. And then the mom would be like, okay, yeah, these people seem like responsible people. You can have my kid. So,
0: like... Did they, like, uh, did she ever say she knew what was going on at Dagmar's? Like, was there any information on that?
1: Um, it said that she didn't know, which,
0: because, like, I'm sorry, it have been like an accessory, like you were placing them.
1: I'm sorry, but like, when we get into like the further details of like one of the cases, how do you go into your mother's home? Like, did you never go? Did you not live with her? Did you never go into her home? to like see what happened and all these things like did are you just blind it's like I don't really know I I my theory is that is that she knew and she was just good at playing dumb
2: and that's my theory on that um so Dagmar would go on to um Murder anywhere from 9 to 25 children that were placed in her care. And, like,
1: that's a big, like, 9, like, 1 to 9 is a big, is a lot of kids, but, like. 9 to
0: 25 children. Yeah. That's, like, basically telling some parents that, like, your children most likely passed away from her hands but, like, we're not going to take the time to properly look and, like, definitely get you that answer. I mean, to be fair, like, on their side, like, on that part, like, they didn't have DNA back then. They didn't have this out of the other. Yeah. But like, I just think that's such a huge number. How do you know that it could be 25? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't understand how they can jump from 9 to 25 and just leave it as that. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of fishy. Um. But it would just so happen that one of her most notorious murders, I guess you could call it, um, ended up getting her arrested. Because us women, we're smart people. We're not. Like, we're smarter than the average bear. No, no, no offense to you. You're like the smartest person I know. No offense to you. It's just. Our mama bear instincts kick in, and you don't have that. Um, so there was this mom by the name of Caroline Agasson,
0: and yes, Caroline, get a girl.
1: She decided she gave she gave birth to a little baby girl, and decided that she couldn't be a mom. She couldn't provide a good home. So, she went to the classified ads and found Dagmar and placed her in Dagmar's care, assuming that her child would be well taken care of or placed with another family. Well, Dagmar, being the nasty human being she is, wasted No time. And when I mean no time, I mean, could have been hours, could have been minutes, wasn't days.
2: So it had to be one of the two. Um, So Dagmar um, put the baby girl in the oven. Um,
1: Now, I know when somebody's like, oh, I have a bun in the oven. That means you're like, you're cooking up a baby in your womb. Dagmar took *Bun in the Oven* way too far.
0: Like she actually like turned like *Hansel and Gretel* like into a real life scenario, just like, minus the bread trail home. Like, like sweetie,
1: like, sweetie, heard *burn baby burn*, and she was like, "Okay, like
0: burn baby burn, oh, burn
1: baby burn." Not this isn't a disco inferno. Um. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> sorry, I I grew up with baby boomers so we love a disco inferno in my house
0: you love a good baby boomer
1: um but caroline being the very smart woman she is she had a change of heart she was like you know what i can't bear to give up my child like that's my child i carried her for nine months like she's mine i've come to love her i want her back again not how it works but who am i to judge Um, so she went back to Dagmar's home to get the baby back. Well, when she went there, Dagmar was like, oh, I already placed your child with another family. Mind you, this is the next day. So, like, could be plausible, but probably not. Um, but she was like, yeah, I already placed your kid with another family. And so
2: Caroline was like, okay, great. Where is she? And Dagmar was like, Oh, I don't remember their address.
0: Oh, your child that you trusted with me? Um, I lost my address book. I don't remember the address.
1: Like, I couldn't tell you the color of the house or the surroundings or even their last name. What the
0: parents looked like. Cricket. Miss Ma'am had dementia.
1: Yeah. Um. So, Caroline was kind of like sketched out. She was like, mm, "Doesn't Odd seem one should be." Yeah, it doesn't seem plausible to me. But hey, whatever. Um. So she was so sketched out that she went to the police.
2: Caroline.
1: <laughs> and um, the police were like. Yeah, that's a little weird. Like, how do you not, like, I would assume if these mothers can go back and, like, get their children, you have to have it on file somewhere.
0: That address would probably be something that's, like, super important because, like, if that's what their infrastructure, like, for that type of, like, situation is set up as, like, some uh, mothers might rely on that at times, you know what I mean? Like, you never know, especially in that time period, like, what life is gonna throw at you and, like, Someone might have to go somewhere and leave their kid with someone and then they will definitely know that they are coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you never know.
1: So the police were like, yeah, that's a little sketch Um, so they went back to her house and questioned her, as they should.
0: Literally um, as they should.
1: Well, when the when they got there. I don't know if they had like enough like circumstantial evidence that they could like just go in. And, like, search her house. Well, anyways, however they got in there, they got in there. Um, but when the police arrived they at Dagmar's house, they found the baby's clothes and her remains still in the stove. Now, when I say this, I'm going to sound... I'm going to come off as a psychopath. But I'm not a psychopath. I'm just a very...
0: She's not, I promise. As,
1: as Jonathan likes to put things, I'm very analytic and I like to and blunt that has nothing to do with what I'm gonna say (laughs) so thank you for
0: that I didn't know which direction you were going with this but she is also very blunt and analytical thinking based
1: yeah so like if I were to not that I would because I'm like I said not a psychopath not a serial killer Huh i don't even like horror movies so this is not my realm
0: yeah sweetie refuses refuses to watch i don't remember what it's called
1: insidious don't even start with me because you've had nightmares for
2: the past couple of days so don't even start Um, nightmares
0: oh like i have been spooked
2: okay so don't come for me
0: (laughs) anyway i can't even remember the name of it so
2: anyways
1: um but like okay you had a whole day like granted she didn't know that the mom was going to come back but you had a whole day to get rid of the clothes and get the baby out of the oven
0: Well, like it literally was like almost like she did that and then she went and took a little yeah
1: and even like
0: maybe are you kidding me like like like, if i were a person like
1: Yeah, if I were a serial killer and the police or, like, a mom came and asked for a child that I knew I didn't have, and she would probably, like, if she seemed sketched out about it or she was like, this is a little weird, maybe the police have, like, the adoption thing, and I knew that they were going to come question me or didn't know, I would still try to clean up
0: before anybody ever got there. I just don't understand, like, what did she, like... Obviously, this woman did this several times. Did you just think that like she was too good to be caught? Like I just don't understand. Most serial killers don't think they're going to get caught. After like he came to the house, most people in that situation, I would feel like they would clean up the evidence. Like, did she want to be caught?
1: How many serial killers do you know that kill people, leave the crime scene a mess? And do it later. They don't.
0: Um, well, they wouldn't be a serial killer if they did that.
1: No, they would just be a one-time
0: killer. Yeah, they'd be caught.
1: Um, they'd be a freaking Pop Tart killer. Um, it's free. Um, so, but the police were able to know that this was Caroline's daughter because of some of her because some of her bones and her skull were t- still intact. But get this. While the police were looking around the house, they found cupboards, like kitchen cupboards filled with burnt bone fragments. Anyways, so they then were like, she's crazy. We're going to search the rest of her house. Well, they discovered that she would strangle the
2: children and then burn them and a masonry heater now i don't know do you know what a masonry heater is or like what it looks like um
0: no
2: okay describe it to me. so
1: do you know like when you go into like old historic houses like have you ever been to like george washington's house
0: no
1: okay have you ever been we to, love like have you ever been to like a historic house at all or like an old yes. time house yeah. Okay. So you know how they have like, it's almost like a long, like a long chimney, kind of like a chimney thing. looking
0: thing, but not and it then they, heats the house.
1: Most of the time they have like the door that has like the slits that you can open and see yes, inside. Yes, yes. Okay. That's a masonry heater. Um. So I don't know if you remember this, but there's an episode in season five of Criminal Minds um, that a girl, like an old lady, actually burns children. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't remember that, and I adore that show. So that's I know because really she worked at
1: She worked at a crema, uh, crematorium.
0: Where Wait, I think I do know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah.
1: So, like, sweetie, season five of episode season five of Criminal Minds called "They Want Their Episode Back." Yeah, um,
0: I mean, Hansel and Gretel called "They Want Their Story Back." I'm sorry.
1: That's the opposite of Hansel and Gretel. <laughs>
0: Okay, Gretel and Hansel call. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I know, it was a joke.
1: Um, but, so, with these children, she would either cremate them, bury them, or hide their bodies in the loft of her home. So, I don't know if she was saving them for later, but, like... How in the world... I'm sorry. Was this... Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but, like, you're gonna strangle a child... Leave it in the loft of your home. First of all, the smell. You're going to let your child sit and rot in your home? Dead bodies stink. Like, sweetie, rigor mortis has set in on those
0: children and it's smelling oh on the place. Oh my gosh, not rigor mortis. I've been dying to say that for a year on an actual podcast. Her cells were decaying. Decrepit
2: yeah so because of this evidence the police
1: arrested her right away they're like
0: they should
1: she's like one fell off the cuckoo's nest this is her
0: we had a whole morgue in her house
1: for real so that's kind of why i find it hard to believe that her daughter had no idea what was going on like did you ever go to your mom's house her
0: cupboards were filled her her loft was was filled like the smell alone should let someone know. Like, her name, the people down the block should have known. Like, I don't she understand. Had to have
1: known. Like, did your mom not let you in the kitchen? Like, I'm confused.
0: Did you just go, with sweetie? This part of the house is off limits? No. I didn't know what this kind of was. child p- isn't going to go in the off limit area.
1: I didn't know this was Beauty and the Beast and she couldn't go in, like, the East or the West Wing.
0: The East or the West Wing? Are you I can't. Mean? I can't remember
1: which one it is, <laughs> but I know it's one of them. <laughs> Um, so, after they arrested her, she confessed to
2: killing 16 children. Despicable. Disgusting. 16 children?
0: And she was charged with nine.
2: Yeah, she was only charged with nine because they couldn't find
1: evidence or enough proof. I Well, I guess that's evidence, so that was stupid of me to say. But, after her arrest... There were 180 children that were reported missing and thought to have passed through what the police called her baby farm. Disgusting.
0: That is the most despicable thing ever. Like how the fact that that is referred to as that disgusts me. Oh for sure. Like how can I just don't understand like what would incline this person to do something like that?
1: No, yeah, 1000%. Um,
0: Like, how do you go from purses to serial killer? You know what I mean? Like, like at what point like, did she...
1: Sweetie was like, I can um, steal purses, kill children, but abort the children? That's where I draw the line.
0: Yeah, that's illegal. Illegal. Red flags. Sirens. Like, I just don't understand. Like, how did, how did she draw the moral line at, on those things? On, like, that one thing? But then, like, murdering children like after they're already living yeah no problem exactly i just don't understand that i don't
1: but like i said there were 180 kids or babies or whatever that were reported missing they can't confirm that number because a lot of the moms are like ashamed to even say that they put their children up for adoption or even place them in the care of her So, like, that's kind of sad that you can't really get justice for these children that are missing. But, like, I understand where they're coming from, like.
0: Yeah, that's not a good discussion topic at book club, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just be like, yeah, so you know that Dagmar, like, no, I, I would, like, not only could I never picture myself in that situation, but I could also never picture myself if I was, like, being, like. I just, I don't even,
1: I don't even know what I would do, honestly. Like, I just can't imagine. Um, but like Jonathan said, um, at the trial, she was only convicted of nine murders due to insufficient proof. Um, so she said she killed 16, but they could only prove nine, probably because she cremated them and they were in her cupboard. Um, so anyways, (laughs) At this trial, her lawyer was like, we got to come up with a good excuse as to why you did this. Just because you're crazy isn't good enough. So they tried to say that she committed these crimes because she was also abused as a child. I'm sorry. That's not how this works. Like, Just because you're abused as a kid does not automatically make you want to kill people. Like, this isn't... This isn't the Vampire Diaries where you get abused as a kid and you turn off your immunity switch and you're evil automatically.
0: Vampire Diaries. I just don't understand why they would even try and come up with a defense for her because they had her on nine counts. They knew of the other, at least, like, the other maybe 25 to 180. Who knows? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they knew about them. Like, they weren't going to let her walk scot-free. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't going to happen. Like, there was no way that someone could get out of that, regardless of excuse. She would have either been institutionalized. She would have either been, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that they would have gotten her out of that.
1: No. Well, just like you and me, the judge did not believe this story. He was like.
0: As he should.
1: He like, nah, fam, you crazy. Judge Um, Judy can never but sentenced her to life. Um, He could only sentence her to life because at the time, the Denmark's monarch, Christian the 10th, um, felt that women should not be sentenced to death. I'm not a monarch, so what do I know? I just, yeah. Um, But I don't know if maybe he died or maybe he changed his mind. Um, but she was eventually sentenced to death, so I don't really know what happened there. I couldn't really find anything, but she was.
0: I think act- the laws changed.
1: Yeah, the law had to have changed. Um, but she actually became the first woman sentenced to death since 1861 in Denmark. Wow! So that means the last person that got sentenced to death was sentenced to death before she was ever even born. So, um, but Dagmar ended up dying in prison um, on May sixth, nineteen twenty nine, at the ripe age of forty two. She died due to prison psychosis. Do you know what prison psychosis is?
0: Um. No, actually.
1: Okay. So, prison psychosis is a dissociative disorder. Um, that affects inmates obviously because it's prison psychosis. Um, yeah. but it is, imp- it is brought on by imprisonment, which includes hallucinations, delusions, and paranoia. So basically, she just kind of had like a mental break and like
2: she got kind of what it all boils down to. That is
1: her. But there was some good to come out of her terrible, terrible crime. Crimes. Um, Her case became one of the most noted in Danish history, that it changed the legislation on child care.
0: you didn't realize there was an issue.
1: Yeah, they were like, hmm. Sweetie's not keeping up with her documents. Like, we have to figure this out.
0: Yeah, you can't just throw children all over your country and expect them to be able to be tracked. Exactly. Like, I, not, I just, yeah. Like, so, ugh.
1: before the unwanted children were considered the mother's responsibility. So, what she wanted to do with them is what she wanted to do with them. It had nothing to do with anybody other than her. Well, now, it's recognized the unwanted children are the responsibility of the government, which as they should be, you can't trust a mother. Well, I mean, you can, but like, like in Caroline's case, she had no idea she was handing her kid off to a, a serial killer, a psychopath. Like now there are laws put in place and there are steps put in place that you have to go through to do this. So
2: I good for them. And then in 1923, the Danish government passed a new law that required that the
1: establishment of houses to foster children born out of wedlock be put up. So kind of like an orphanage is kind of how I took it. Mm. So thanks to... Dagmar, we've got reforms on child care and foster homes. So even though she was a terrible, terrible human being, she really changed the lives for a lot of kids that she yeah. didn't know and would never come to know, thank God.
0: At least some good came out of a terrible um, like, situation. Literally, at this point in their country, what, probably millions of children? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this week's podcast. We are so excited that we were able to get our first podcast up and out for you guys. If you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at Do's and Donuts of Murder Podcast. You can actually send us voice messages on our website on anchor.fm slash news dash and dash donuts dash of dash murder um and you can send us voice memos, and this going to actually be showcased at the end of every podcast if that's something that you guys would like go ahead and connect with us on twitter or instagram we're super excited for where this is going to take us we know that this podcast might not be as perfect as we would have liked it to but we hope that you kind of Got our style, kind of got our rhythm. It's definitely more of an informal thing. We're definitely just trying to have fun with this and get you guys kind of maybe smiling at some things that are usually pretty negative. So making some light out of a crappy situation. But anyways, um, whether you're listening to this on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.